There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Officer Dave, Tevin Pibbin, and Andy Brant-Bernard. Where's Josh? Uh, no Josh. He I emailed him just in case he was still out of town with the StreamYard link, but he has not uh, logged Oh, in. I just got a text from him. He will be there in a few minutes. Okay. Oh, he's going to be in person? Yes, apparently. Oh, big shot. I'll be there when I can get, yep. whenever I can fit it in. Better get know. our talking done now. <laughs> Yeah, better get all your smoothing done now because it ain't going to happen in the future. Good. I'm, well, I'm glad he's on his way in. You know, it's, it all works out. In the end. So what's the latest with you, nada. Officer Dave? Nada, nada, nada. Not much. Not much at all. Still picking them up and putting them down. Officer Dave, I saw something by a police officer the other day, and I wanted to ask you about it because it seemed ridiculous. I was driving home, and at an intersection... There was, so it like has whatever, the lights where it has the left turn signals, everything, like a fully loaded intersection. There should be no need for a traffic cop. Right. But yet there was still a cop in a vest directing traffic that was just going along with the lights. Uh, Is that some sort of like training thing or do we just not understand that the was there only was, was there only the one cop there? Yeah. Well, it could be that they had a traffic accident. Do you remember what city it, were you in? I was in Minneapolis. There was no, like, it was all completely normal. No excess traffic, no nothing going on. It looked like just a typical day. <laughs> could have been a training thing, or it could have been that he was, they were, whoever he, she was working part-time mm. um, for a business that's right there in that area. Oh, okay. They do that a lot. A lot of the, a lot of them will uh, take a part-time job, like parking ramps or something, where they direct traffic uh, mm. coming out of the ramp. Oh, okay, because I, I wasn't sure if it was like a, he was just trying to kill some time. His shift was almost over. <laughs> <laughs> so trying to, try to stay as yeah. low to the ground <laughs> as possible. Keep a low profile. <laughs> I would imagine that's probably the the, the situation. I, I just. Honest to God, so, and I don't, I, I don't mean this in a, a bad way at all. I mean it in a very good way, actually. Uh, grand jury was convened in the killing of Ricky Cobb II, though not to render charging decision. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty. Mm-hmm. And she's a woman, but she could definitely be the twin sister of Jay Leno. <laughs> and I mean that as a compliment. What the hell are you guys like? It's a compliment. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she looks like Jay Leno kind Very of. Much. But they're charging the trooper in the death. Oh, they are charging the mm-hmm. trooper killed this Ricky Cobb II? Yep. Is that what they're saying? Yep. And I don't know, enough, ab- I don't know enough about it. 
Yeah. To if it was to really say much, I think it was a pursuit, and then Recky Cobb died as a result of the pursuit. Oh, okay. If I rem- if I'm remembering it correctly, so he didn't shoot him or strangle him or any of no, that stuff. I think it was a crash that killed Ricky Cobb. I think. Don't don't uh, take me to court on that one, but I think that's. I'm what taking happened. you to court. <laughs> ah, Officer yeah. Dave said, "Tough guy, 1600 miles away, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, about 2000 actually. Okay. So it all works out in the end. <laughs> um, I want to run this by you guys. I was I brought this up. Uh, on the on the morning show as well, just kind of thinking about this on my walk this morning and all the rest of it. Uh, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I, I just wanted to bring it up to the two of you. Uh, maybe I should wait till Josh gets here. You know what? I'll wait till Josh gets here because I'd like to hear his take on it as well. I'm just kind of looking over th- why why things are the way they are, why there's so much anger in the world. And I think in at least my case, I figured it out. And when Josh gets in, we'll talk more about that, if that's cool. Um, I just ran across a headline that says twins have been asleep, but history says things are about to happen. Uh-oh. Your Minnesota twins are going to make some moves. Is that what Neil's trying to say? I, I don't know, but I'd be curious as what history he is talking about. Because <laughs> the twins, at least from what yeah. I'm usually aware of, are notorious for not making a ton of moves in the well, offseason. Well, don't they... Didn't, wasn't that the talk that they kind of always wait until like January, February to start? Mm-hmm. And they they do make a lot of pickups once spring training starts, right? But yeah, and I've heard that overall in the MLB this year, there's not as much movement in the no? off season. Yeah. So why do you think that is? Um, I don't. I don't know. I would say that if there's maybe not enough high-end players, or I know there was a one-off season where all of the G teams were kind of low-balling or not offering guys the contracts that they wanted, oh. so it could be a situation similar to that. I suppose. I'm looking forward to it. Because so, camp opens, what, in like two and a half, three weeks, doesn't it? February 14th, pitchers and catchers. Pitchers and catchers on the 14th, so, yeah, we've only got uh... – what five days so yeah you're talking 19 days less than three weeks away it's a good sign that although there's no snow on the ground in minnesota so that's another good sign that winter's coming to an end i guess <laughs> even though we're right in the heart of it but uh pitches and catch I, I hope the twins impressed me last year they did there's no question about it won a first round of playoffs and then uh, moved on things got a little tougher then but uh they've lost a few major components in those victories mostly pitching correct yeah i think they lost well, at least one starting pitcher sonny gray is yeah. gone right so yep. and he was i mean getting up there in age so we don't know, i guess know how much he left had left in the tank but yeah it's not a good sign when you're losing guys and not replacing them with the talent and why do you think they did that why why wouldn't they i mean i would assume that every team's trying to win the world series every year or is that not true? Or I think Sonny would have demanded money that the Twins didn't want to spend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's, the, true. that's the big one on that one. I suppose, but, you know, you get, when you got to win, you got to win. They won uh, 87, they won in 91 because they went mm-hmm. out and got some good players. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll do that again this year, keep adding things on as, uh, as the season rolls through. Yeah, the yeah, trading deadline isn't until July, so, yeah, it's, right. you know, there's seven months that stuff can keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks like Sonny Gray signed a three-year deal with the St. Louis Cardinals for $75 million. So a little bit of a, a price tag on 
keeping him around. God, that's how much the Officer Dave makes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> $25 million a year to ride around in a cop car. As That'd I'm, be pretty as good. I'm sitting here in my old ratty T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, you know, it, it, that's a wonderful thing, though, because you got your – usually your Minnesota Vikings have a better year than they just had. They had a terrible year this year. And it's kind of nice when that, that – uh, football season the nfl season kind of butts up against uh, the opening of spring training mm-hmm. it's basically overlapping now isn't it a little bit uh, well, the, the, let's see you said the 14th of february yep. yeah and the super bowl is what like the first weekend in february so but and now yeah. the nfl is pretty much year round with all of their yes. free agency yes. periods and combines and whatnot no question about it. Am I going to have to turn to, in the wintertime, I'm going to have to turn into a Timberwolves fan because I was never a Laker fan because I was only like six years old when they left, so I didn't know anything about basketball or any of the rest of it. Um, I tried to become a Timberwolves fan. Was it 86 was their first year, 87? 89, wasn't it? Oh, was it 89? Yeah, you're probably right. That's, that's true because I forgot. I came back to minnesota in 86 so yeah yep 89 so 89 was their first year and i was all fired up uh to watch them but they they've just never done anything that i can see uh, how do you deal with that uh Tevin? and by the way you got your name up as aj so that's good for you know oh yeah i identify as aj today <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do now that's your new pronoun aj <laughs> he's got his new aj pronoun i like the minnesota timberwolves team colors so it's like, you know, the Vikings, you got, what, purple and gold? Purple and gold. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timberwolves, midnight blue, frost white, aurora green, <laughs> moonlight gray, and lake blue. Oh, pardon me. Very poetic team mm. colors. Those are poetic team colors, no question about it. What the hell? I just, I don't know. It's just very, I think, you know, this hasn't been the worst winter in Minnesota by far. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that, but... To get through most winters in Minnesota, you got to have your Timberwolves, your your hockey team, the Wild doing well, and then the Twins have to have a good spring training and good begin beginning to the season, mm-hmm. just to get through the winter. Yes, yeah, absolutely. When those teams suck, it makes winter much longer. Yep, yep, yeah. And I'm not even a you know, a huge hockey fan, but even just if they're good, it's nice to hear people talking about, you know, they're at least happy that the wild are doing well rather than having to complain about, you know, snow, cold and things like that. Right. That is the escapism is much needed here in Minnesota. Okay. I want you guys to do me a favor because it's already almost, it's almost 11 o'clock, almost 10 o'clock central time. And when, uh, when Josh gets here, I'll go. Okay, well, that's going to do it for the show, and uh, we'll talk to you guys. <laughs> get one Take of those my deals. headphones off. Yeah. <laughs> Take your headphones off. I'm going to go sell all my stocks. Exactly. <laughs> Buy bonds. So is, is there a rival, like a Josh Arnold rival money talk guy? We can, yeah, we just finished up with you know your biggest rival on the show. Oh, that guy, Jim Cramer, maybe. Jim Cramer, yeah, that's right. He's a big investment. There you go. You know, Jim Cramer was just here, Josh. I don't know uh, yeah. what we're supposed to do with that whole situation. He's money yells though. Yeah, that's true. That is very very true. But uh, maybe I'll, I'll just run this by you guys, and then when Josh gets here, he can vote on it as well. I was taking my walk this morning, and I was 
thinking about life and how people are so angry right now. Everybody's pissed off about everything, and they're pissed off at everyone. And I'm thinking, how can we deal with that? And and, and it's just get, it get it's getting to be too much. Everybody's just so hateful right now. I do believe that our public school system and our colleges teach people to to hate other people. Don't let's not forget the world's all about you. You're the most important thing. We have got to stop telling children that. That is a really bad idea. I, I was just thinking that that whole situation. Now, as an example, and I brought this up to Tevin and AJ earlier this morning. But do you know anybody else? I have a friend named Michael Gelfand. <laughs> there is no more liberal human being, no more, more far left human being than Mike Gelfand. Uh, I am also a very good friend of Mike Lindell's. There is nobody further right in America <laughs> than Mike Lindell, right? How is it that I could be friends with both of them? Because I don't, I don't have to be right. Because you don't give two SHITs about politics, and you let everybody be who they are. Yeah, I just, I wish everybody could get along. I think it'd be much better if we'd be a little more understanding that we're not all the same. We didn't have the same upbringing. Mm -hmm. We didn't come from the same place. Stop insisting people believe everything you believe, or you're so pissed off you can't even talk to them anymore. Exactly. Yep. It makes no sense to me. Well. And I think the reason for that was, I just was, my... Uh, well, I said yesterday that, that kind of the way he's talking right now, that Dean Phillips sounds a lot like my mother because she was a big-time Democrat. Hmm. But it was back in the days when the Democratic and Republican parties were like good, solid people. At least they were supposed to be. Uh, now they've become signs of enemies. Oh, my God, you're a Republican. Oh, my God, you're a Democrat. I can't like you. Well, Be a little more understanding. How about that? I can see that from... I've had some interactions with Mr. Phillips, and uh, yeah, I <laughs> he let's just say he didn't treat me with the best. Really? Yeah, yeah, that can't happen. Did you pull him over or something? Uh, he has one of his residences was in the city that I worked, and he got a little upset when his alarm went off, and I showed up, and it's like your alarm's going off. This is what you pay us for. You know, and why he, would he get upset that you did your job? I don't know. I just said, I'm sorry, as long as everything's good, I'm out of here. See you later. But why would you get upset because the cops came to your house because they were supposed to come to your house? That's how people are, Tom. It just makes see, we have got to get away from this. You're the most important thing out there. Oh my god, you're special. No, you're not. I'm not, you're not, you're not special, settle down, yeah. and be more accepting of other people's opinions. Like I said, you can't get further apart than Mike Gelfand and Mike Lindell. No, 100%. It's not possible. And they're both dear friends of mine. I think the world of both of them. What am I, crazy? Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> you did take a baseball bat to the head. I did take a baseball bat to the head when I was 11, so maybe that's why I'm thinking so <laughs> off-kilter. But I would like to get back to a situation someday. Oh, look who's here. I'm Better here. late than never. Show's over. Typical. Show's it's over time to go. already. Have a okay, good that's going to do it. We'll talk to you later. Everything's fantastic. <laughs> no, Josh, we are just talking about it. I wish people would be more accepting of other people's. I used Mike Gelfand far left and, and Mike Lindell far right. They're both really good friends of mine. They're extremely left and extremely right. But somehow I can get along with both of them. Uh, I don't think I have any special gift or anything like that. I just 
don't take politics anywhere near as seriously as, but I didn't grow up in that area when our school system was telling everybody, and they're basically teaching everybody to hate one another, which makes me want to vomit. What do you think oh, of that, it's, John? It's, it's a good thing that you did not spend any time listening to the Minneapolis City Council over the last couple of days oh, uh, debate uh, debate uh, how they should support uh, Hamas against Israel. Oh, my God. The whole, whole city is supposed to turn on Jews now. Yes. Oh, it was, um, you know, there was the... The call for ceasefire, Israel should cease fire so that they're not going to commit genocide in, uh, in Gaza. And the, uh, this uh, resolution, which I saw debated, or I'll say resolution and, and amendments, I saw that debated uh, Wednesday night and yesterday morning it was voted on. The vote uh, was the same as the debate on the amendments to this. Nine for this, uh, three opposed, one abstained. So, Josh, like, what do they, what do they want like, us to do, seriously? Well, they want us to recognize that, the, um, that Israel is responsible for all the death and destruction in Gaza, and that uh, Hamas is not responsible for anything that went on or they did in Israel. Who was the first to attack? Well, let's, let's see. Uh, I do believe that was Hamas. It was indeed. So how can they even think that? It's Israel's fault. You can attack Why? the Pollocks next, Josh. I didn't attack the Pollocks. I'm, <laughs> I'm just making sure. I, I want to make sure I, I get listen, to the Pollocks. Listen, 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 I've got, I still have my statues or Stashu's jacket that Marlene Center's got me. It's got my name on it. That's cool. Has the big Polish eagle on the, on the back. Is it the two-headed eagle or is it the single-headed eagle? It's the two-headed eagle. Very good. It's a black Black, what do call it? Mm-hmm. They used to call it a varsity jacket. Mm-hmm. What the, what proud, the, the proud, felt and the leather sleeves? Yes, yeah, and it's, it's got the big gold eagle on the back, mm-hmm. red letters, star shoes. Beautiful. Love that jacket. I have kept that. I have worn that proudly for decades. Awesome. Uh, Marlene and Hugh Centers were friends and clients of mine mm-hmm. a long time ago. They have since stole sold star shoes, and it's now called Stanley's. Uh, but star shoes is their Stash's upstairs bar. place. Stash's bar over on, what is that? Uh, it's not, it's Lowry. University in Lowry. Right, Lowry at, right at the corner. Yep, absolutely. And you see, people got along there. Yep. You know. Pollocks okay, get along so. with everybody. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have a question for you. What is the upside of America taking the side of Hamas? There isn't one. No, why, do, why do you want to support a terrorist organization that has uh, basically destroyed destroyed that little little area? Yeah. They are Look, I I just don't understand why it's so easy to turn on Americans because that's what they're doing basically. I mean, how many how many Hamas members live in America? Don't How many know. Jews live in America? 
Well, the, the number of Jews that live in America, I think, is about seven and a half, maybe eight million. Right, seven and a half. Bear, bear, bear in mind something here. We'll, we'll give you this interesting statistic, and we'll just round these numbers up. There are a, there are about sixteen million Jews in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Before the Holocaust, we'll say in nineteen thirty nine. There were 16 million Jews in the world. Mm-hmm. There are 16 million Jews today. Yep. Um, could you please tell me how 16 million Jews um, control everything and are the source of all problems in the Middle East and the rest of the world? Well, if they're like you, then I can understand <laughs> trouble. You know, that's what I'm. All thinking, right, there just... it is. Come, come right out. <laughs> you know, I just don't. I don't understand. I would like everyone to get along. Obviously, everybody in the Middle East, but the Middle East has never gotten along, not for one minute that I know of. Um, not, not, I, not, I, I'm not, not for not a... for centuries, but. I'm not. I'm not uh, here to solve to solve those problems. But no, when you right. you you talk about you have friends on the far left. You have friends on the far right. I don't yeah. think that that's any different than Super Dave. <laughs> or is that Tevin? I see there. Yep, yep. it's Tevin. Okay. That's me. You know, Tevin's got friends on the far right and the far far left, and I do. I do too. Uh, I actually have no friends on the far left. I refuse to be friends. <laughs> oh, Only on the far right? Yeah, or, oh or, or the far right. Okay. I, forget, I forget which side, but there's one that I don't. There's one of them you yeah, don't like. Okay. You don't know which one it is. Yes, good. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road? or the child that followed. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets 
at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Look at where you grew up, Tom. Just yes. look at look at where you grew up. Look, and, and admittedly, you had a difficult family situation. No uh, doubt. Um, but, you know, with that and where you, where you grew up, you know, everybody tried to get along. Did certain mm-hmm. people yes. not get along? Sure. You know, did you have um, fights or uh, altercations when you were growing up? Sure. Did you shake hands when those were over? In all likelihood, yes. Yes. Um, and today, uh, and I think this is something that, that to me has started, um, I'll say sometime in the, in the late 90s, you know, both with, with uh, politics and with schools, everybody became or became victims and you were... There was a big push for different types of what I would call identity politics and um, try to separate people out based on their differences. And you and taught to say, well, you know, I'm a I'm a left handed person. Therefore, anybody that's right handed, uh, I should be. Against and on top of that, because I'm a left-handed person, I deserve special treatment. And That's I'm thinking, well, believe. wait a minute. Yeah. I'm a left-handed person. When I went to, uh, well, I'll say starting in high school, in elementary school, and even through junior high, you had a, everybody had a desk. But when it started coming into high school, uh, the desk kind of disappeared, and you had a chair with a little arm arm on it. So I had to make accommodations because I was left-handed. Mm-hmm. I made sure that I took a seat where there was a desk on, a, on one side. There were only right-handed armed chairs. Yeah. So I could write with my left hand there. So I made an accommodation. Now somebody could say, well, you took up two chairs. Okay. There was nobody sitting in the other chair, but I made that accommodation. I didn't cry out, oh, my goodness, there are no left-handed chairs. I'm being discriminated against. Well. Yeah, I'll deal with it. I mean, but God, that's, I I mean that's just a, a, a silly example. You make a, you learn to deal with, you know, certain issues to accommodate your, your situation. Yeah, and look, if I were in that classroom, I'd have gone home and I said, Mom, I don't know if I can get through this. There's a guy in our class that's both left-handed and a Jew. What am I going to do? <laughs> right? Oh, on top of that, he wears glasses. He talks funny. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. No, I, I just, I really wish, are we being taught, and I'm, I'm asking all, everybody on the show, all four of you, are we being taught that being angry is a good thing. You should always be angry because everybody is against you and they're pissing you. Why do people want to be? I don't want to be that angry. Pe- people want to just boycott something and be a part of the yeah. group all the time. Like Why? There was 
I saw uh, an article the other day where Pizza Hut is being boycotted because they they have a branch over in Israel and they gave pizza to some soldiers. Oh, and so now it's like you have to boycott Pizza Hut. And it's like it's always something. Like people it is. spend their entire lives just looking for a reason to be angry. I but think it's, we, I think it's the are, generation, a generational thing. You know, me as a Gen Xer, I didn't. Are you grow, that young? Yeah. Well, I'm. <laughs> there's going to be a war you between the Polacks so and the Jews. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. You're much bigger than I am. That's yeah. that's unfair. And when I say bigger, you're taller than I am. You look a lot stronger than I am. I'm just a weak. It's all for I'm show. I'm a weak guy. It's all for look show. at look at these arms compared to yours. It's all your 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 arms are as big as my my legs. For gosh sakes. Now they're bigger. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the whole oh, situation. Just messing with you, Super Dave. I love you. I love you dearly. Super Dave, baby. Do people understand that they're they're being used? They're anger. They're upset. They're never happy. You're being used by all the people making big dough off of this. There are a lot, everything that happens, somebody's making a lot of money from it. And if you fall for it and take one single position and can't move off it, you're being used by those very people. Yeah, 100%. I think, I think like I was saying, though, is that, you know, from my generation down, they're the ones that are being fed this or believing it mm-hmm. and all this BS. And they're the ones who are doing all it you know me i couldn't care i'm sitting two feet away from from josh it's i got no problem with josh at all tevin's right behind me i'd rather be looking at tevin than you'd tevin rather be looking at me, tevin but... than, than looking at me no now there you go i just get worried there you go. Tevin's, tevin's got a big me. smile tevin just put on the blonde wig there you go <laughs> See, I've got the blonde wig. I, I I match up with with the Polacks. There you go. <laughs> the Polacks. Here we uh-huh. go. <laughs> but um, I, Andy, I, you know Andy's generation. My kids is, they're the ones who are believing this stuff. It's not up, you know, our us guys up here. My kid, my kids don't don't buy it. Well, Andy doesn't buy it either. Well, yeah, it really, of course, depends on the person. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. Well, young people are just dumber. That's how it is. <laughs> I'm glad the youngest person said that. Yep, me too. <laughs> Dumbly <laughs> effect. Because I've probably said too much already yeah. to this show. So, you know. Dumber, but also have the confidence as if they yep. know everything. Mm-hmm. That's a bad combination to have. Oh, God, yeah. Dumb I remember and being overconfident. high school and college and, yeah, being sure I knew everything and everyone else was just a complete idiot. And that's just how... You know, teenagers yep. are in the early yep. 20s. They think they've got the entire world figured out, and anyone who disagrees with them must just be a moron. Indeed. 100%. <clears throat> no, I, I just, uh, I think, you know, we, you brought it up earlier, Josh, that I grew up very, very poor in North Minneapolis and all the rest of it, which sounds like, oh, my God. It's got, and there were things about it that were just absolutely horrible. But I also witnessed something in my life that very, very few people have ever witnessed, when my father was taken out in a straitjacket out of our house, the back door of our house, and taken to the mental institution, I would say 
every single father in my neighborhood stepped up and said, Tommy, if you ever need anything, don't hesitate. We're going to keep, you know, it's just your mom, I know, with all you kids. We'll keep an eye on the house for you. The, the family, other families in my neighborhood, particularly the fathers, stepped up and said, don't worry about this, Tom. Nobody's going to bother you. We'll take care of it. And I will never, ever forget how that felt. There's something to that, Tom, that you just wonderful. said that triggered in my head. There yeah. were fathers around at that point. Yep. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. Nowadays, there aren't any fathers around to raise the kids. This is very true. God, that's too bad. It was such a wonderful feeling to know that they actually cared. Yep. You know, they actually cared about me, my family, my mother, my brothers, my sisters. That meant the world to me. And to this day, it means the world to me. So look how lucky I was. Yeah, we were dirt poor, and I mean poor as hell. My dad was nuts, put in an institution. But other people stepped up and said, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. Well, there, there, the there's something that you brought up, something additional. Your neighbors, people knew yeah. Yeah. who their neighbors are. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing I've always stressed to my kids. Make sure you know who your neighbors are. Even yeah. if you're, you know, my, my daughter and son-in-law live in a, an apartment building. I said, know who your neighbors are. Cross the hall, next door to you. Say hi to your hi to your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know my two my two sons. Um, you know meet your neighbors. Yep. You know it's you don't have to you don't have to love them, but let them know who you are. Yep. <coughs> yep. Absolutely. Dad. Yes. Dad had a saying that he got from his dad that you can get by without your family, but you can't get by without your neighbors. Right. So. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. And there's I like always, that. There's always somebody looking out for you. Yep. Uh, Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. It's part of the reason we still live in the house that we live in. We've raised our family. They're all out on their own. And, you know, we thought about downsizing and doing the whole thing. But it's like, our neighbors are so darn good that it's like, I don't want to go. They're great people all around me. So it's like, we'll hang out until the house gets paid off and then. Then we'll see, or we retire completely. So. Well, see, I, I have a I have a big thing with my clients. Why do you want to move? I want I want no one around me. <laughs> it's it's so <laughs> odd from what I just said. <laughs> I know that's but really nice. You can't live without your neighbors, but, but I, I want no one around me exactly. Yeah. But so, no, just, I, I just get with, more more property and just move further out. Yeah, more property, something to do outside all the time. Um, you know, I well, want there, there, there are numerous. There's there's 10, I'm not going to say there's a shortage of of farmers, but you know, I'm but sure that there are some here's people the, who. Who would love to have you take over their their farm? I don't want to farm. Farming is a seven day a week love affair. I want nothing to do with farming. I want woods and mm-hmm. trees and maybe oh, maybe I've got water. Just the thing for you. Yeah, here we go. Just the thing for you. And this I thought was was a super job for somebody who could do it. Who could do it? You'd be a fire watcher in any of the fire mountain towers, areas. Right? You go up in the fire tower. A, a younger me may have considered it, but any more tr- climbing a uh, thank you a tall structure, 
Uh, not so much. They have steps. Yes, I know. It's just you, you wind up the steps. Yep, steps. I know. <coughs> I know. They have steps. I, like I got about halfway up the ski jump down by Bloomington, and it's like, this is high enough. I'm done. Halfway up? Yep. I'm oh, far, I, I've, I'm gone, far. I've gone all the way up. I did what I would have when I was and a young I'm, man. And I'm, and I'm a, no, I, thank you for calling me a young yes. man. There you go. Yes, you're my hero, Josh. <laughs> yeah, no question about it. <laughs> It is pretty special, though, you know, thinking about that, and Andy will tell you this is absolutely true. Uh, at our house in Minnesota, we have eight houses of neighbors, three on our, if you, you're looking at the house, three on our, five on our left side, three on our right side. The five houses to the left, three houses to the right. Uh, very, very good friends. They watch out for one another. They watch out for everybody in the neighborhood. Uh, we got so lucky because I was kind of worried about that. Before we moved there, we lived on an island with a gate. So it was very hard to any, for anybody to get to. Well, you couldn't get to our house unless we, we let you on to the island, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so moving into particularly a townhouse with none of that, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be hideous. Turned out it was the, one of the best things ever happened to us. We have wonderful neighbors. They watch out for one another. They, had, they live their own lives. But then we get together about, what is it, in the summertime, Andy, about every Friday night? Yeah, weekly at least. We get together weekly and we sit out front. Everybody brings their chairs over. These guys have a few uh, glasses of wine, a couple bottles of beer, whatever, sit around and schmooze. Little THC drinks being passed around once in a while. Uh, People can get along if they want to. Yep. Mm -hmm. Why do they not want to? Are they being told not to get along with other people? I think, I think the Andy's generation is working that way. Andy and Tevin's, they're, you know, obviously Andy and Tevin grew up differently mm-hmm. and can interact with people, but you know, it's a lot of. I look at a lot of my kids as friends, and it's like, boy, you got a rude awakening coming for you when you finally <laughs> get your crap together. Nice. <laughs> so, well, you you. Brought up, uh, you know, something else about kids. Kids growing up, we're looking at a at a screen. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Most yes. kids. That's the interaction that that a lot. You know, I've seen this with my um, two older grand granddaughters. They interact instead of with each other. Mm-hmm. They interact with a uh, screen. True. They true. do not. They communicate. Not face-to-face or on the phone, voice-to-voice, they communicate. Snapchat or TikTok te- or whatever. You know, yeah. with, a, with a text. Everything is text. And you don't get through a, through a text any in, um, human interaction. Any human interaction. Right. You can say in a lot of, um, we'll say in a lot of social media, you can say anything you want with Zero repercussion. Right. Unless you, uh, what was it, threatened to blow up an airplane or something? Oh, that one yeah, kid unless you yeah, <laughs> Snapchat your friends about blowing oh, an airplane. Yeah, tell me that story. Uh, so there was a kid that he was going, I believe he was flying to Spain or was leaving from Spain, going home from college, and he sent a private message to his, like, two or three of his friends that just said, I'm on my way to blow up this plane. I'm part of the oh Taliban. Oh, God. Oh, God. And even though it was oh, a message shit. that was only sent to his 
you know, two or three friends, Snapchat still monitors and I'm sure it flagged whatever algorithm to say, hey, mm-hmm. maybe we should uh, maybe not let the potential Taliban person blow up this plane. And they scrambled two fighter jets to go escort the plane down, oh, which cost, God. I think it was like $103,000. And so now the kid is potentially having to pay $120,000 in fees and fines mm. and probably go to jail. Wonderful. Yeah. So Did he you think know, that was funny? Oh, you mean? Yeah, he definitely thought it was funny. And, I mean, okay. we all say some off-color things in, you know, the privacy of your group chat, but... Yeah, to, uh, that's an expensive lesson to learn. <laughs> not, not to mention he's on the no-fly list. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, he can't fly anymore either? I would assume that he's probably got some sort yeah. of ban coming his way. But yeah, Good he's luck eight, dog paddling across the Atlantic. Yeah, he's, boy. And he's an 18-year-old kid, so yeah, it was definitely a dumb attempt at humor, but I don't think you can really make that joke. But I have a question for you. When you were 18, I would have never thought of doing something like that. At 18 years old, you're wiser than that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah, and there's stuff that you know kids say where that you look back and you go, "Oh my gosh, if I were to say that now, yeah, I'd get 100 absolutely yeah. just buried." <coughs> I suppose that's not a good call, though. Let's not pretend we're going to blow up the airplane. Not no. a good mm-hmm. plan. Yeah. yeah what you don't hell? go into a crowded building and yell fire. You don't That's get on the plane. That's riot. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah you don't get that that'll land you in jail. Yep. That'll be a good deal. So uh, anything happened in entertainment with you guys? The reason I'm bringing that up is because Catherine and I are on season three, I believe now. It's Succession. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys watch that show? No, but I need to start. It's on my the top of my it's list. It's really good. You know who one of the executive producers is of that show? Who's that? Will Ferrell. Really? Huh. How did Will Ferrell, I mean, I, I saw the whole, you know, all the, all the seasons. Oh, you've seen it all? I've, I've seen it, seen it all. It's good. And it's a good show. There are some characters there that are extremely annoying. <laughs> I would say so, yes. I would and, say so. You know, if I was, you know, Brian Cox... You know the father. You know the. the mm-hmm. You know, you've never seen his his wife. Uh, no, I think you know, but you see his periodically. I think his. I'm not sure whether it's his ex-wife shows up or some of his previous wives will periodically show up. But his three kids, I would have some issues. With <laughs> I would. I would say. Man, you made a few mistakes bringing these kid kids up, um, and I'm not sure that any one of those three kids would be qualified to run any type of organization. I would agree with <laughs> completely. They have a massive ego, which they got from their father. He has the oh, he Brian Cox is so good in that. What a prick! Oh God. <laughs> He's a terrible person. It's about a, uh, a family of billionaires that are trying to make even more billions of dollars by doing all these different things. It's a very well-done show. And no I, th- I, th- I think it's supposed to uh, be a takeoff either, um, I think, on the Redstone family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, man, it, because it involves media. It, it is a, a very well-done show. It is. The coloring on that show is very dark. Yes. Yes, indeed. 
And uh, so I did a little checking because I, Will Ferrell is one of the executive producers of the show. I checked, uh, Will Ferrell's worth $160 million. <laughs> That's insane. $160 million. Uh, his movies have done very well. He was okay on Saturday Night Live. I didn't think it was all that funny. Uh, he, but he doesn't do my kind of... He does that over-the-top, silly kind of humor. Mm. Well, I think he does does some physical comedy as well. It's pretty good. Is it pretty good? Yeah. I mean, he does stupid but physical comedy. $160 million. Every Everything I've ever seen of him, he's the same character. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly the same. And it's like when he was on Saturday Night Live, he had did one thing the the first time I saw the cheerleader thing. Mm-hmm. It was right, funny. Yeah. And then he he did a, a religious piano player guy that I knew a guy who was exactly like that. So I thought it was hilarious because it was literally he had the bald wig on, the beard, and that was this guy and he would do all the goofy stuff, and was like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, this is hilarious because it's this other guy that I know, and it's just. But other than that, you know, I tried to watch about I lasted about 15 minutes of Ricky Bobby, and um, <laughs> I liked the Lego Movie because he was a completely different character. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, anal retentive as all hell with his Legos, <laughs> but. You know, it was it was phenomenal. I thought it was great. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Trevor would like to know if anyone has been watching The Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, my oh gosh. Yeah. Is, is that a series? Success- uh, yep. Yeah, so when you were talking about succession oh, and how it's like the kids and the billionaire, whatever, I, that's what I thought of. Fall of the House of Usher is phenomenal. Like, it's super, it is, yeah. yeah, it's like just super dark, twisted in some parts, but yeah. That, that really is a series. It's, it, it, yes. it was not. It was a book, I mean, right? Originally? Yeah, I saw it. Well, it was a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Edgar Allan Poe. And yep. uh, I saw that as a movie. Vincent when I was oh. When I was very young. And I was freaked out. See, I thought it was about oh, yeah. the singer guy. Oh, Usher, yeah, the. <laughs> yes, that Usher. Yes. Although I he gets oh, pronounced there, there you Usher. Go. Now, all of a sudden, instead of Polish, you're Irish. Here we yeah. go. That's it. <laughs> like that. Oh, oh. I, am, I, am, I am in the Eastern European mutt, yes. The Eastern European mutt? Okay. Yes. Quarter Polish, quarter German, quarter Bohemian, <laughs> quarter Croatian. So, yeah. God, you and Catherine are pretty much the same setup. Yep. I think that's she's all four of those. She's things, not. She? We don't have any Croatian in there. I thought she she said she was a little Croatian. I don't believe. Well, she's so. a gypsy. Does that count? <laughs> Gosh, 
It's, it's a good thing she's that's, not in the room. There you go. That's Croatia. She's not even in the building. Tough guy when she's not in the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, can ju- I can just see see that. I've seen the looks that she flashes you. Oh, she gets yeah. them to me once in a while. There's no question. Yeah, yeah. She, Tom oh, gets the look. There it is. Tom gets the look. It's true. Um, another question I have for you guys All is... Of the house. I'm just I'm just still stunned that that's a series. Yeah, you, guys, if, if you guys should see go back and see the movie. Yeah, you know, which is, a good is movie too. probably dates back to the late 50s or early 60s. Well, Vincent mm-hmm. Price it would have to be. Then, oh my yeah. gosh, that that movie just even thinking of that and particularly the end of the movie. Oh my gosh, the eyes in the uh, coffin box. Yep. As they close the door. In the dun on the dungeon. Ooh. Oh my gosh! I think I've seen that. Oh, that is. The I remember seeing it maybe when movie. I was a kid or something. Oh, that just. Oh, I get chills just just even right now. I think maybe I had or something like that. Saw that at the Audubon Theater. The Audubon Theater. There you go. Yeah, I Audubon, New Jersey. <laughs> my uh, favorite Vincent Price moment, because I was a big fan of Vincent Price, you know, Fall of the House of Usher, many of these great, scary films, all the rest of it. But the best line he ever <coughs> delivered was on the album when he said, The evil of the thriller. God, that was wonderful. That was him, wasn't it? That was Vincent Price, mm-hmm. yep. Did a great job of that whole situation. No question about it. Now, we update to today where Taylor Swift is considering legal action after a porn deep fake of her hit the web. You Is there anything you can do about that? If somebody's doing a deep fake of no. you uh, doing porno, there's nothing you can do about it, is there? Well, I mean, if someone is selling it mm-hmm. and that person is in a jurisdiction that you have control over, for example, because there's yeah. a lot of countries, it's like, you know, Someone like that in rural Russia, like no, nothing's going to happen to them. No. Good luck. Mm-hmm. But if someone is stupid enough to start doing that, you know, from their house over in New Jersey, then yeah, you could definitely sue them for that. Right. But the world is just too big of a place to try to control. Yeah, there's nothing that can be done about that, right? If somebody's doing a deep fake, as Annie said, like over in Russia or over in, you know, pretty much anywhere in the Eastern Hemisphere. Why? What, real- I think I think she can. I think that's a, a great thing to do, whether whether she's able to succeed or not. But get that out there. Hey, I'm coming after you. You're going to, if you're going to, um, you know, besmirch my image. Go go after go after that person mm-hmm. if you can get them. Yeah, yeah good luck but, finding them. Yeah, you know, but you you never know. And I would do it extremely quietly because yeah, now, yep. like, I would never would have known there was a deep fake yep. Taylor Swift Absolutely out there. my point. I don't yep. care that right. there's a deep fake <laughs> right. out there. Yeah, I don't either. Would you have, do you think people will actually believe it's her? No. She has such a wholesome reputation yeah. that people see that. Even if it looked exactly like her, and it would be, oh, no, I don't believe any of this. Although this morning on the Tom Bernard uh, podcast, um, Kristen Burt referred to uh, John Hamm's package as an anaconda. That was wild. I was like, <laughs> what, did you, what words wild. just came out of your mouth? I was like, yeah, his, his anaconda is known around Hollywood. Like, eh? I guess so. Apparently he does not wear underwear. He will not wear underwear because of, I guess it 
that doesn't show his package off as well when he's wearing underwear. Is he known in Hollywood as being a good, relatively decent human being? I think. Because that comes off as some, like, to not wear underwear. Yeah. Especially when you know people are going to be kind of in your personal yeah. space doing fittings and stuff. Like, it, it comes off as kind of a power move in Absolutely. a red flag. Or extreme insecurity. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much true. No question about it. My guess is he's got a pretty big dry cleaning bill. Because <laughs> of no underwear? Yeah. Although, wouldn't that... I I would think that would hurt because the back of the zipper's in there. It's covered in it, all the rest of it. But mm-hmm. it would be kind of irritating, it seems to me. Yeah, there, you know, over the course of my life, if it's been, you know, bringing a duffel bag to change after the gym and I got to go straight to work and you'll forget underwear, it's the most uncomfortable thing to do is go commando about your day. Like, it just, that's not, I couldn't imagine that's how I'm living, like, okay. like a day. Nana showed up. Jude, yeah. yeah. Jude went a little nuts there. <laughs> yeah, there she is. She's looking in the window. I can tell. The dogs go berserk when <laughs> Catherine walks in. I kind of like that, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I love it when the dog, you know, Jude was knocking on the door this morning. Uh, Tevin will tell you. With, oh, yeah. But 15 minutes left to, or half hour left to go on the show. Jude starts knocking on the door back there. He's like, claw, 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 claw. I love having animals and grandkids and little kids, and I, I just I love having that stuff around. I really do. They have a whole different, a whole different world, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it forces you also to pay attention to some of the little things in life, like whether it's a grandkid getting excited about something very simple, or you know your dog being amused by a leaf. It kind of allows you to slow yes. down a little bit and appreciate things. No, I agree with you completely. Watching a dog go nuts over a, a leaf blowing through the... Because Jude, if a leaf blows in the sidewalk, he will lose his mind. He Maybe you should put that on TikTok. Lie. There you go. Yeah, there Take you pictures, go. Pictures, yeah, you put that, that on TikTok. You become... Uh, your dog becomes a star on TikTok. That's pretty much the deal, isn't it? Mm. I don't know. Andy, can you, do you know why it is that the little kids like me? Little kids really like me for some reason. I can't figure out what it is. <laughs> Gex will have to ask them once they can talk. Well, yeah, once they can talk. Because honest to God, his son Ethan, he and I are like best friends. It's hilarious. He comes over and he sees me and he gets a big smile and runs over. And I, I just, mm-hmm. and it just, it, it was natural. It wasn't like cultured or anything like that. I don't know what it is about. Is it because I have a kind of a weird voice? Maybe that's part of it. Could I know be. the Kentucky contingent would be saying, oh, you have the same mentality. Uh. Well, possibly true. <laughs> I'm as smart as a two-year-old. That's, that might be what it is. Man, that's just the, that's the Kentucky. I'm, I'm out thinking mm-hmm. Louisville. I'm yep. Totally See, going the Louisville route. But that's another reason what I can't, that I can't oh. look at the world like most angry people that are pissed off about everything. Man, if I got little kids, dogs... Sit around doing a podcast, then do a second podcast, hang out with my family and my friends. There's not a whole lot wrong with my world, i got to be honest with you. I don't, I'd like to be pissed off of the world like everybody is, but I'm not. There's nothing I can do about the war in the Middle East, and I, re- I really wish we could do something about it. Russia's going after Taiwan. you got, uh, excuse me, China's going after Taiwan. Russia's going after Ukraine. I can't, 
that's those are eastern hemisphere problems that i can't do anything about so i'm gonna sit here with a dog a little kid my family and live my life i wish it would end but there's nothing i can do about it right 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 yeah you're not you're not solving any of the world's problems from your living room no matter who you are yeah no matter who you are so do you think people will ever learn to enjoy their lives again instead of being pissed off 24 hours a day i hope so I enjoy my life. I've I'm, got a great life. I tell you, I love. I live to see Josh every Friday. That's Thank what you it very is. much. There we go, Super Dave. Just you just made my Josh. day. Speaking of that, we got five minutes left. Anything you guys want to talk about to wrap it up? It's going I mean, to be a very interesting any? next next week in my in in my in world the world of world of investments okay, as. Well. The large technology companies report report their earnings. So next week we have Microsoft, Google, Meta or Face Facebook, Apple and Amazon all report earnings next week. Uh, Microsoft, Google, also known as well Alphabet, known as Google, Meta, known as Facebook, to have hit all-time highs this week so with their earnings and with their guidance uh, those stocks could pull back if their guidance is a little bit too conservative as many um, large-scale investors might think all the good news is priced is priced in uh, my favorite, uh, both Apple and Amazon report next Thursday I'm expecting uh, that Apple will beat uh, some of the numbers, issue conservative guidance, and the stock could pull pull back a little bit. Uh, Apple did get close to a to a uh, recent high until there was announcement that they were going to be complying with the Europeans uh, Union's new digital access law and allow, uh, we'll say, side loading. Uh, for different app manufacturers to offer their app stores outside of Apple's own app store, but there are some certain restrictions with that. Uh, Amazon, uh, uh, if Amazon talks a little bit more on AI and its positive impact on AWS and shows a few more uh, customers and some growth. Amazon stock could could start approaching its old highs, which is still still below, but it has been moving moving up. And Amazon got a little positive news from ServiceNow's numbers. But the big uh, big thing this week is that Fang is back as Netflix uh, beat the street had more subscribers than had been expected. They've been named the king of streaming. And then because I know all you guys are big into worldwide entertainment raw, yes. uh, announced a 10-year deal with TKO Enterprises uh, to air weekly now WWE Raw on Netflix, and then added to that, The Rock uh, is now part of the board of TKO. Oh, really? 
The Rock is part of TKO. I'll sleep the, better tonight. Yep. And then, and he is one of the um, highest earners in in Hollywood. I believe the Rock, it. Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. Oh God, yes, he's huge. And then just a little bit of a rumor: uh, DraftKings uh, could be doing a deal with uh, Barstool Sports. And FanDuel's parent, Flutter, is going to be moving to the New York Stock Exchange next week. Josh, you mentioned WWE. WWE, Worldwide Entertainment, which is part of TKO Enterprises now. And so there's obviously, you know, good news and, you know, potentially going up. But then I saw that, I believe it was yesterday, the founder, Vince McMahon of WWE. He's had continued problems. Uh, because of uh, his, um, I'll say he he has to touch he has to touch women. His anaconda. <laughs> he has anaconda. to touch women <laughs> no, all the time, and um, he's had some issues. But he has really been stepping away from uh, the WWE okay. and that uh, the WWE and T- TKO. Oh, okay. So you don't well, think that will affect it too much? No, I don't no. think it will affect it. The initial uh, news uh, brought TKO's stock from uh, the high 70s up to about $95 a share. Uh, but that uh, once it hit 95 there were a lot of profit, profit takers stepped in, and the stock came down. Uh, TKO did announce uh, their earnings today. Stock's trading currently around $87 a share. And again, for for those those people, this is not a recommendation to buy or sell TKO or any of the other companies. Uh, always check uh, with your financial advisor before you invest, because these companies may or may not be suitable for you. What are you looking at me for? I'm not looking at you. I'm just moving moving my head around. Moving his head around, no question. Okay, we'll close the show with this because I didn't see, I didn't read the story. I saw the headline. Why was Vince McMahon, he, well, he sued for pooping on a woman's head? Have you seen that story? No. Anybody, Andy? I've heard enough. That is a hell of a headline. I saw that he was being sued for what they just said was sexual assault. Yeah, but that did not. I did not see that that uh, included uh, defecating on somebody's head. That's why she's suing him because the the assault, the sexual assault, was he pooped on her head. What's the message there? Is what? Couldn't you just move? (laughs) (laughs) Do the head fake thing. Right. You would think so. You finding anything on it, Andy? Oh my God! I'm just trying to. That's that's yeah. like, well, that that that. Um, I'd hate to be the, uh, I'll say the cleaner of that hotel room. <laughs> oh God! Oh, can you even imagine some of the things that those people have to put up with? Oh my goodness! I do All not right. want that hotel room. I'm sorry. <laughs> Vince McMahon ever stayed in this hotel room? I don't want it. Anything you find oh, my anything? goodness. Yes, it sounds very fake, I have to say. Oh, really? What does it say? Yeah, like, for example, um, she says that he had a bunch of sex toys named after WWE mm. employees and wrestlers. <laughs> oh, God. Which he would use on her. Oh, God. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so. But he is being sued for pooping on her. That's all I know. Apparently. Oh, my yeah. goodness. He had, he had a whole bunch of toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's, you know, everybody's got their own kink that they're into, but you got to draw the line somewhere. Like pooping yeah, on do. it, somebody else. That's yeah. Oh, that's way too much Marv for me. Albert, here we come. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up. A great way to end the show, and we'll talk to you next week.